0: Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of You All Every Party, where we'll be uh, watching and discussing the show Lost. This uh, week, we are on the first episode, the pilot, part one. My name's Aaron.
1: Erica. Vanessa.
0: All right, let's just get right into this, I suppose. The pilot episode, which we've already seen once, we're going through it again, but uh, a little bit of trivia was the pilot episode's world premiere was on July 24th, 2004, At San Diego Comic Con And then premiered on ABC On September 22nd, 2004 With, uh, actually it had 18.6 million viewers, which was a Ratings record at the time For a pilot episode Uh, The episode was directed by J.J. Abrams And most of the show was filmed On the Hawaiian island Of Oahu So I guess let's, I have more trivia But we'll save that to the end, but let's just get into the episode Oh, what we're gonna be doing is going through The episode scene by scene uh, so we start off with the. <laughs> I was wondering when that
2: was coming. <laughs> you are supposed to help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which starts off right away, which is nice. Um, which I'm probably gonna end up doing every like every time because. <laughs> uh, and then and then. <laughs> yes. Goes straight to the actor from We Are Marshall opening his eyes, waking up in the middle of the jungle, which is a movie, I guess. We Are Marshall, because I was like, "What movie is this guy in?" Anyway. uh here's a little bit of rustling dog rolls up and then just kind of runs off
1: my first note is oh puppy (laughs) (laughs) what the hell is that dog
0: doing in the middle of the jungle i i will admit i didn't make any other references to the dog in the show because it's not pertinent to the story this is true even though he's in the he's like appears in the episode quite a bit but the dog
1: my next comment is puppy was rude running away
0: yes why huh anyway okay uh so uh the fellow stands up reaches into his jacket and pulls out a little mini bottle of vodka and did like anybody think that, like the first time he saw this that he was just passed out just woke up Eric, oh he that he was much? drunk lost in the yeah. jungle because <laughs> it was like it, no. it kind of looked like like he was like less than a plane crash and more like looked like a guy who got his keys taken away after to drinking too much at a wedding it's just kind of like, fuck it, I'm walking home. But then just passed out in the woods behind the venue.
1: I don't think I ever thought that.
0: Neither did I. But I noticed it after no. we – Because, like, basically when I go through the scenes, I'm sitting there and I'm watching 10 seconds and then rewinding. Watching 10 seconds and then rewinding, but then rewinding and rewinding. There's some times where I'm just keep rewinding and rewinding the, the more action that's happening. Yeah. And so it gives me – lets me watch a scene a bunch of times where I, like, make more observations to where I'm like, uh – he looks like he could possibly, like, this could be a drunk situation that I've been in before where I wake <laughs> up and I, like, pull a bottle, of, like, a thing of vodka. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Anyway.
2: I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about that, but definitely. He,
0: yeah. So the passed out Drungle Junk, who's uh, played by Matthew Fox, what? starts, he starts, like, running through the bamboo, running until he comes out onto the beach. He's kind of looking around. He hears some screaming and starts running towards that. And it's, like, like right here we find out that he's actually in a plane crash, which, like, probably isn't as fun as the weddings. Just talk. Go ahead. I
1: just, I noticed right off the bat that I was like, huh, those screams sound, those screams sound like Shannon. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) And then I was like, I'm not going to write that because we don't know that. And then when she actually does start screaming, I was like, Shannon, yes. (laughs) Check. (laughs) Check. 100%. (laughs) I'm like, other people are screaming.
2: Chill out.
0: Oh, by the way. Do something
2: productive.
0: I'm (laughs) just... She's
1: literally just standing there, like, yeah. screaming. That's yeah, all I'll she's doing. get staring. to that.
0: <laughs> okay, so where was I? So he runs past one of the plane's detached engines, which is on fire, and he makes his he, way to, to
2: that engine. I was like, somebody's getting sucked in. That thing's not going yeah. for
0: nothing.
1: Yeah, I
0: definitely.
2: I know, somebody's
1: getting sucked into that thing. I felt like that the first time I watched it.
0: He makes his way past that uh, and he like, makes his way to the plane survivors who are all kind of like in a panicked daze and are kind of trying to just get away from the wreckage that's covering the basically just covering the beach.
1: I felt like not enough people were moving away from the wreckage fast enough. Like some people think, are just like hanging I out. I think they were
0: just kind of like days after chilling. falling out of a plane. I
1: just don't understand like if you're in a wreck, why you would continue to just hang out in the middle of it? Why you wouldn't move further away down the beach?
0: Maybe your leg is broken or something.
1: I mean,
0: yeah, they all have concussions. Exactly. They like, don't really like know if what's you okay, well, I'll get to that. But if you look at, I like. I
1: just felt like a lot of people popped up right next to the wreckage and are just sitting yeah. there, not doing anything.
0: So okay, so th- out of those people, you have uh, an Asian dude yelling something, which our translator Vanessa will help us out with. <laughs> it will help us out with translator. the show. <laughs>
2: I do want to do a Korean <laughs> show one of these days
0: Okay. you guys. So there's also uh, an African-American fellow running around just yelling, wild, Walt! <laughs> there's a blonde girl in a skirt that's just standing there screaming like a five-year-old that got her Barbie taken away after biting her brother.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. She was a little, a little dramatic. She just was in a plane crash.
0: Yeah. Well, just, I
1: thought you were going to say, she just got her Barbie taken yeah, away. Yeah, what is... <laughs> What is screaming going to um, do?
0: Good point there. <laughs> just stay, especially just standing there.
1: Yeah. She just had a lot of frustration yeah. she had to get out. <laughs> I like screaming in a pillow sometimes. So
0: That's true. Okay, so <laughs> so Matthew Fox is like running Pretty everywhere. much decides to ignore all these chumps and just like help a do this trapped under the wheel of a plane which he's able to lift up with the help of a couple other guys. Uh, he then uses his necktie to use as a tourniquet to stop the guy's bleeding leg and then notices some pregnant girl yelling for help and heads over to her.
1: Yeah, my notes say, is he literally the only person, like, capable of helping other people?
0: I yeah, think, that's what I was thinking. He was just, I like, th- all over the place. Yeah. I think that, um, it's, y- yes, because of what, like, because he of his character, but, like... But,
1: like, I just feel like there's other people that have, I mean... I, I get think he's what he like his personality and everything, but I just don't think like every single person in the world is going to be stunned and delirious and like not jumping in to help. I, him. And the only person I who agree. wants to help is like the most useless helpful person ever. Yes,
0: exactly. Okay, <laughs> okay. So,
1: which I also I feel like have. it kind of gave I don't know
2: maybe like a glimpse into his personality. Like yes, right away too. It's like he's just I have to do this. I have to do this. I don't know what to do. Like, what can I do? I can't do it fast enough. And he's just so panicked sure. and all over the place that it just kind of gives us a glimpse like into maybe... Like
0: he's working yeah. on one thing while watching for another. Yeah. Okay, so he heads over to help her. She tells him she's having contractions. He asks how many months she is and how far apart the tra- contractions are. She's like, oh, I'm only eight months or however the accent <laughs> goes. And I think it just happened. That was like
2: English,
1: I not I, know, I, know. I just don't understand why they allowed her on the plane.
0: I don't know. Like I'm pretty. Can you sure not fly he- when you're eight months? No, pregnant?
2: no, they won't. They won't stop you, but they'll say like you your shouldn't. doctor or you shouldn't. But I'm honestly, I don't think they'd actually ever really stop you. I flew to Florida to see Travis when I was I was like seven or eight months pregnant. Okay. Well, because I went to one of his football games and. What's, wait,
0: why, why aren't you supposed to?
2: Sure in like case pressure. you go into labor you're yeah. not if, if on the you're, ground. Oh <laughs> or even if you're like not somewhere where your doctor is, like if even if I don't go into labor in the plane I
1: always thought, thought it was like the pressure of going up and down and like
0: the baby's ears popping. I just thought I just, I just <laughs> assumed that funny, like
1: sir. that heavy pressure of going up and down wasn't exactly good for you. Like, I guess I don't know. I've never been pregnant, I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, I don't. I think it's fine. I I'd really have to look. It's who knows. That's like exactly that the time dealers. I flew when I was pregnant with all of them. But I think it's mostly just because maybe the pressure could possibly send you into labor. But I I think it's like they don't want you to be on a plane and go into labor or you have to deal with it location and have to go somewhere that you're not with your doctor.
0: Um. Okay. So anyway, he's she's like I'm eight months pregnant. Which is not Australian. I, so I understand how that works for you. And he's doing, like, he's kind of, uh, as he's doing this, some doofus is, like, wandering in front of the running airplane engine. Like, airplane engine that's just running and running. Of course, he gets sucked in, which you guys obviously wrote, uh, you could see coming a mile away. Gross exclamation
1: point. Gross exclamation point. I wrote, oh shit, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> The exactly. very first time I watched this episode, that scared me so bad I knocked myself in the face. <laughs> like like I was like, Oh my god Like I, I jumped so quickly I I hit myself, knocked my glasses off, everything. Nice. Yeah, it was good look. It was probably a good thing I was watching by myself.
0: <laughs> okay, so Matthew Fox tells her he like they see that that causes the engine to explode, but uh they kinda like duck down. Matthew Fox tells her she's gonna be okay as long as she stays still, and then asks a big dude who kinda looks like Kind of like if the piano playing dog from the Muppets made a ri- wish to be a uh, real boy.
2: I never thought about that. Does. Right? <laughs> Rolf.
0: Does he not? Yeah, Rolf. <laughs> does he not look like the piano playing dog from the Muppets? Yes.
2: <laughs> I was just listening to Rolf's song. I have his song on my on my playlist on my Disney playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: That's what he looks like. That
2: does. I'm never going to be able to get that
0: image out I'm of my not, I'm mind. Not, oh the first, devers. like, I was like, I, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, who does he look like? Who does, like and then I saw, I ended up seeing the Muppets. I was like, oh, it's Harley. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So anyway, like Jack, Jack asks him to help the pregnant girl move from, away from the fumes, even though he just told her not to move. And uh, again, that's a thing where you, I learned, like I see. Watching the move, watching the thing clip over and over again. I'm like, you just said not to move, and then you tell him anyway. I think the fumes are more dangerous than moving. Than her moving. So, uh, and then he says to let him know if her contractions start happening closer than three minutes apart. As he's running away, uh, as he runs to help someone else, like the mu- Muppet guy, yells like, "Hey, what's your name?" And then uh, he yells back, "Charlie from Party of Five. <laughs> I never watched uh, that it's <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was in that <laughs> Okay uh, oh, he, say, he says Jack Jesus. Jack His name's Jack Shepard So I guess I'll call him that from now on <laughs> But uh, anyway uh, So he runs over to the guy from the Vampire Diaries Damon who, Yeah Damon Who's attempting to give uh, baby, baby Damon uh-huh. Yeah cause uh, uh, she was watching Erica was watching it the other day and I was like, holy crap, he looks so much older than he does.
1: He is like, so much older. <laughs> <laughs> he's really I think filled out. The last I wrote Boone useless. <laughs> oh. okay, <laughs> yeah, so... I wrote demon is an idiot. <laughs> Apparently before he knew how to bite himself and feed people blood to save him, he was just like, let me blow air into everybody with pins. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Okay, so he's trying, to give, he's trying to give CPR to an unconscious woman. Uh, the Vampire Diaries guy. Jack tells him that the only thing worse than his god-awful show is his attempted at CPR, and then takes over for him. Uh, then the guy from Vampire Diaries, who I'm just gonna call VD for short, for now. <laughs> Aww,
2: no. What? Uh. Anyway,
0: anyway. Uh. So you guys, you guys finished that show, by the way.
1: I finished. No, I and not. you
0: said you haven't. Okay, I have a question, and without without doing any spoilers, if if though it is a spoiler. Because I was thinking about it when I was writing this, but whose diaries are they keeping? Like, which vampire?
2: His, Damon's Boone's brother, who is Stefan. I would
1: Stefan, say Stefan and Elena. And Elena. Yeah. Which
0: uh, ends up why being... Why did I ask? Like, I was going to know who any of the characters are.
1: Like, the main girl and the main the, guy, basically. The, the, the main guy
0: dude. in the beginning of the sh- series. Was it the blonde dude That's that's like... Because I've seen, the, uh, whenever I walk past the TV, there's the blonde dude, and then there's the guy from Lost. Yeah, and I thought they were brothers, yeah. so it's the blonde brother, dude. so the blonde dude. Okay, Not- and then who's the girl?
1: Elena. Uh, Nina. Is that? She's the main girl. The, the,
0: the Dobrovig yeah. or whatever. Dobrov? Yeah. Yes. Why are they writing fi- diaries? Um, I don't know.
2: Well, they just, well, they just so the the guy, he's just always kept a diary, and he always... Yeah, yeah does and the girls always kept a diary and that's one of the things they kind of have in common and it's like soul matey besides,
1: besides other things
0: okay yeah. just curious anyway so uh vd tells jack that maybe they should stick a pen through her throat to make like an airway or whatever which i was gonna look up like if that's a real thing but that then is, i was like that is a real thing but it is, is
2: they it they did it on doctor
1: wait good doctor they've done it on Grace anatomy before,
0: i understand too. that but it's a show
1: Correct, but it is like in a pinch.
0: There's got to be something really bad, like to where it's got to be lodged in the throat, if you're going to try to break something out of the throat, right?
1: There's only a specific part of the pin you can use. It's not just a whole pin. You're not just stabbing a pin into their throat.
0: I'm really tempted to look this up, so just so I. Can it's be not like, just a pin, though. You know? Like I
2: don't think it's yeah. supposed to be a pin. Like there's a specific doctor. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty know, sure it's supposed tool. to be like
1: the ink but, well part in yeah, the. Yeah, if you're.
2: If you're on an island, stranded, and all you have is a pen, and you're in this situation.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. So, anyway, uh, Jack tells him, yeah, good idea. Go find me a pen, you dum-dum.
1: Yeah, he basically says, yeah, you go find a pen. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So then... uh, You're
1: useless. Get out of here.
0: Old VD goes to find Jack a pen as he starts to do, like, chest compressions on her. Uh, Just as she starts coughing and, like... Big starts breathing again, there's a loud creaking behind them. Jack looks up to notice that like the wing of the plane, which is still attached to the fuselage and sticking like pretty much straight up into the air, is bending like it's about to break off. He's kind of cool with this until he no- notices that like fucking Prego and the Muppet are sitting right behind it. <laughs> which sounds kind of like a kid's show that one <laughs> okay, ahead, no. Prego and the Muppet.
1: Anyway, is a cooking um, show?
0: yeah, it's a cooking show. Yeah, it's an Italian cooking show. Sponsored by Prego. Um, he runs towards them, shouting "Move, move!" and they start running away. Just as the wing snaps off and falls to the ground, causing like a big explosion for some reason. Which I'm not sure why stuff exploded.
2: I don't know, and I'm also curious. So Jack was not next to it, and they were right under it. How did he hear it and they didn't? Uh,
0: maybe they maybe Thought it was something I yeah else? I don't know. I was <laughs> I would say something like, "Oh, maybe they just weren't aware, like because they knew." What I'd, I don't know, no, no idea, but but uh, so uh, anyway, like, was as I was watching this and doing the notes or whatever, I usually will pause it to uh, write what's happening. And when I pause it on this part, I got like an amazing freeze frame, which I wanted to show you guys.
1: Okay,
0: I'm gonna send it to you.
1: Okay, it looks like somebody threw the puppet across the room. Hey, what? It's like it, it looks like somebody threw the puppet across
0: the room. <laughs> somebody threw Ralph. He got they pissed.
1: Kicked, they kicked him. Yeah. <laughs> they him across the room.
0: What is that? Oh man. Okay, so it's it's basically a a freeze frame of uh, okay. the Muppet looking fella who's played by Jorge-, Jorge Garcia.
2: But the guy that is closer to the it looks like closer to the explosion is just chilling like roasting a marshmallow. Oh no,
0: I think. I think that uh, that's Jack, and I think he he's he fell like with Claire, like so he fell okay. before them. But uh, he it's like the picture is great because he's just like in mid fall, and the expression on his flip his face and his hair just going on everywhere. But uh, yeah, look. I guess yeah. <laughs> since we're on the actor, a little quick fact was he was actually the first actor that was cast for the show, which Ooh. okay yeah. Anyway. Back to the show. Uh, the wing drops as Jack, the Muppet, and the pregnant girl run away. The explosion knocks them all onto their stomachs, which I feel is like probably isn't the greatest thing for a pregnant girl.
2: Oops. No, but,
0: it's not. I don't know. I mean, anyway. So uh, <laughs> that explosion sets off a series of explosions, and the airplane parts end up flying everywhere with like one big old fiery part sliding down right next to Mary from Lord of the Rings. Uh, Jack asks them if they're both okay and then tells the big guy to stay with the pregnant girl, and then goes off to check out the wreckage. Uh, he stops at the fuselage, gets a little emotional, I think from like seeing the dead bodies or stepping on a rock or something, and then like right then, uh, Vampire Diaries runs up to him, tries to hand him a bunch of pens to poke <laughs> the choking lady with.
2: Uh, he's what? already helped her. She's yeah. already... I, she... I think at this point, I was like... If I was Jack, I would just give up on these people and go, like...
0: <laughs> live on the other side of the island?
1: Live on the other side of the island. I'm done with all of them. They're good. This guy's got a handful <laughs> of pins. They're sick. So, they're sick.
0: So. I'm curious if he had to run past her as he went and brought Jack the pens. Like, he ran past her when she's sitting up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he probably wasn't. Yeah, probably. Uh, so we, uh takes the pens, gives him kind of, like, a good job little fella, and then sends him on his... Like, he walks away. So he starts rummaging through some of the luggage on the beach and finds a sewing kit. And then he runs over to the side of the beach where it's, like, kind of secluded. Takes off his jacket, and then we see the left side of his shirt under his arm is kind of soaked in blood. Takes off that shirt, and then you see, like, a big old gash on the side of his back. Here's some, a uh, little bit of rustling in the bushes. And out walks the saddest girl you've ever seen.
1: I wrote pouty face! Just, exclamation point. Just looks
0: mopey <laughs> as fuck.
1: Mopey yeah. as fuck. <laughs>
2: I feel like um, the first time I watched this, you know what? <laughs> I just you were probably making fun of her and saying mean things, and I was oh she just got an that accident. Yeah. That being so so mean.
0: Okay, so this pouty face again. Uh, mopey girl. Yes. Uh, he calls to her. Hey, asked her if she's ever used a needle before. She's, she says yes, and he asked her, he's like, hey, can you help me? She's like, with what? And he shows her his wound and tells her he's a doctor. And he's like, I do it myself, but I can't reach it. She seems kind of reluctant at first, uh, but eventually agrees. And so he hands her the vodka and tells her to wash her damn hands. Uh, want to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to save some disinfectant for the wound. We then go back to old Vampire Diaries, trying to use his flip phone, which. Eh. Uh, but he can't get any service. Meanwhile, Jafar from Once Upon a Time is building a fire and asks the guy from Lord of the Rings to help.
2: Soul, yeah, the cell service. Uh, Said he seems sensible. Yeah. He seems like he can be an ally for Jack. Maybe there's at least two sensible people that knew how to know how to do stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's like
0: calm and giving instructions. Yeah, he's he's uh he's trained. So uh, I, I wrote Sawyer Bad Boy. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't actually uh I, I, like skipped they, over, I, I skipped felt like over. I skipped over, like I said, anything that wasn't pertinent. But oh, uh, I just feel like
1: they really emphasize that. Yes, like this the him smoking yeah. a cigarette, they, like really yeah. pan over him, smoking a cigarette, kind of look they around, all go pissed over off. Everybody else, but they really like just kind of sit on him for a good thirty I, seconds. Yeah,
2: I did notice his hair, and I was like, wow, he looks like he was sitting in front of that propeller, <laughs> kind of like whoosh, just like back, whoosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so he asks lord of the rings guy to help build a fire they introduce themselves to each other and we find out the hobbit's name is charlie pace played by dominic monaghan and then jafar's name is Said jarrah he's played by naveen andrews uh, a little quick bit of trivia about saeed's character i guess according to wikipedia Said wasn't in the original draft of the pilot episode but uh one of the executive executive consultants jeff pinkner had worked with Naveen Andrews on the ABC show called The Beast, and he wanted to work with him again, so he kind of, they wrote him into the episode. Hmm. But uh, I used
2: to kind of watch that old, that show. I remember that show, The Beast. Yeah, it was uh, old. Uh,
0: yeah, I,
2: if it's the same one, I'm thinking of
0: from probably like 2000. I think it was like 2001 or 2003 or something like that, or 2000. Maybe? Yeah. Well, you might have been the only person that watched it because it got canceled really fast. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I don't I don't remember watching very much, but obviously it got canceled. But
0: um, I remember that show. So uh, oh,
1: Shannon painting nails on the beach like it's totes normal. Wait, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So anyway, as they're building the fire, uh is still kind of sewing up Jack. She asks him why she he doesn't seem afraid, and he tells her a story about his first solo procedure as a spinal surgeon. He says he was closing up uh, a girl up after a 13-hour surgery and he accidentally ripped her dural sac, which I found out from Google is near the bottom of your spine. And don't look up pictures of that because I was like, no,
2: after what he said in the description of what happened,
0: the stupid thing was, was that. He says that he ripped a dural sac, and then he says it's at the base of the spine where all the nerves come together, which unfortunately I played after I looked the pictures up. So <laughs> <laughs> Did it look like that? Did it look like what he said? Yeah. Do you want to see a picture? No, 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 no. No. Because no. I was like, ah, oh, gross. But then I kept looking at it because I yeah. got off the picture, and then I was like, "No, wait, wait, no, wait." I'm good. And then I saw his descri or I, I heard his description of it, so I was like, "Oh, oh, I was thinking yeah."
1: I'd throw up on him just having to sew him clothes. So. I mean, it's not like
0: super gross, but it was no. just thinking it's inside the body. Anyway, so he said he ripped open the ripped it open, and then the nerves and spinal fluid just started spilling out of her. He was terrified, but he decided he only he'd only let himself feel like that for five seconds. So he counted, one. Two, three, four, five, and then he said the feeling of fear dissipated, and he f- just fixed her up. Saggirl tells him that if that was her, uh, if that was me, I would have ran for the door. But anyway, uh, so apparently trivia again. The uh, that scene right there was what they used to audition the actors that were um, auditioning to play Jack and Kate. Well, just a little bit of.
2: And she was the best
1: sad face they could <laughs> yeah, find. Apparently. She was the best powder of the pouty crew. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, so back on the beach, it's nighttime. Charlie the Hobbit is finishing writing on the medical tape. I think that's medical tape that's wrapped around his fingers. Is that medical it tape? It
2: looks like it, but where, I mean, yeah, he probably, I guess he bought it. I was thinking where would he get it, but it seems like he kind of had a thing for wrapping medical tape tape around his fingers well, yeah
0: like that's something that's something you do with when you're a musician but i feel like if you're a guitarist i'm like i play drums so if i don't play drums for a long time and then i will again but he's, wrapping he's a exactly no. if, well okay so wrapping stuff around my finger because you start getting a uh, calluses ca- well no before the calluses if you if you blisters. play too long blisters yes so yeah. if you but but you wouldn't get him where he's wrapping it. So that's why I'm like, no, I don't know. Anyway.
2: It was just his thing. It was his aesthetic. Yeah,
1: I just felt like it was his little shtick.
0: So he's wrapping it around his finger, uh, and he's putting like a letter on each finger, which ends up spelling out the word fate. As he's doing this, Saeed's, Saeed mentions to him, he's like, the rescue should have come by now. From there we go to the blonde girl in the skirt, who is now painting her nails, which apparently she has nothing better to do.
1: I mean, she stopped screaming, so now it's time <laughs> yeah, to paint her yeah I was nails. happy about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, good old uh, VD sits down next to her, offers her a chocolate bar, but she's still pissed about her barbie getting takeaway so she basically tells him to fuck off. And I, says, wrote, <laughs> I wrote,
2: bitch. Who doesn't like chocolate? <laughs> she was such a bitch. Especially if I just got in a plane crash. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm having a piece of damn chocolate. Yeah. It just crashed.
0: Well, no. She wants to wait till they're rescued. She's going to eat on the rescue boat. So we find out that this sweetheart's name is Shannon, who's played by Maggie Grace. Uh, Meanwhile, pregnant girl, who has an awesome Australian accent. That was a little closer, right? It Uh, was. uh, Mm -hmm. And is played by actress Emily DeRaven, or DeRaven, or whatever. Uh, She's hanging out by herself when the big Muppet fellow walks over, Jorge Garcia. (laughs) Asks her how she's doing and if she's had any more contractions.
1: No, he asks her if she's had any more baby stuff.
0: Okay. I was, yes.
1: <laughs> Where I was like <laughs> close enough. That's
0: that's how I'd put it too. Yeah. Just like, so any more, um, you know. Baby stuff. Yeah. She says no and that she's okay and he gives her a couple of plates of food before walking away. I
1: thought that was so sweet. Oh, he's a big, it was cute. It a, was cute. Really he gave cute. her
2: one and then he was going to walk away yeah. and then he's like you're eating for two. And gave her Here's another one. two plates of food. I thought
1: that was really sweet.
2: And that's why they run out of food. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Everybody thinks it's because he's eating it all but really he's giving it all away because he's too nice.
0: So uh, next we go to the Asian dude who was yelling earlier uh who's talking who's now talking to his wife in korean
1: they're probably saying fuck everyone else it's only us
0: <laughs> which uh, you know what now my korean's not the greatest but yeah that's, i'm yeah. pretty sure that's what yeah. he said <laughs> like to follow him wherever he goes not to leave his sight and don't worry about those fuckers i just let's, we gotta stick together basically yep, yep, yep. anyway jack's also back in the beach looking for an, like over an unconscious guy who's like with a piece of Big-ass shrapnel sticking out of his ribs, basically. A uh, good old sad girl asks him if he's going to live. Jack asks if he if she knows him, and she says she was sitting right next to him. He then decides that instead of doing anything else for that dude, he's just going to make a little airplane out of a leaf so he can recreate what happened for the old sad girl. He tells her they were flying around 40,000 feet, dropped 200 feet when they hit an air pocket. And then the turbulence caused him to blackout. And I thought it would be funny if turbulence was actually the brand of vodka that he was drinking on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> turbulence. It would. And yeah.
1: he seems to immediately attach herself to him.
0: Oh, well, yeah. She's, yeah. She
2: I mean, just
1: sold him up. There's pl- Yeah, but there's plenty of other people there. Like, you're, that's going to well, be your new bestie
0: two hot people. The rest of them are probably ugly. I like, I like how, for now, you're, you're kind of giving her a benefit of the doubt.
2: I was. I was giving her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. She just, I mean, come on, they just crashed on an island. So, uh...
0: They're gonna die. She, she tells him, uh, <laughs> like, when he said, when he mentions what happened, like, with his experience on the plane, she tells him that she saw everything, and that the, uh, first the tail section broke off, and then the front end of the plane after that snapped off. And he tells her that neither on the beach and that they need to find the cockpit so they can get the transceiver from the cockpit and send out a signal to help uh, the rescue party find him. She says she saw some smoke in the valley and that if he's he's going for the cockpit, she wants to go too. He's like, I don't even know your name. And she tells him that her name is Kate, but her friends call her Sally Sad Eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't. Sorry. I was
0: like, don't laugh when you read that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what Sawyer calls her.
0: Sally Sad Eyes. Sally anyway, Sallies. Sally Sad Eyes is played by Evangeline Lilly. Okay, so uh, right then, a big-ass noise comes from the jungle next to the beach. Which, Tru- like,
1: how would you describe this noise?
0: It, sa- it sounds like, like a velociraptor.
1: First, it sounds like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I don't think it sounds like that at all. To me, but, it no, sounds it does like, at first. It sounds like...
2: Alien robots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say it, it
1: sounds like one of those, like, trumpeting kind like of...
0: Like a conch? Yeah. Mm, or, like, exactly. the ones at The Vazuzula? The ones that the, they used uh, the Brazil Olympics.
1: Yeah, I guess. Like, it, it sounds like some sort of horned kind of device that you would use initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Woo. Like, yeah. Like, That's no, the
0: noise I was making. Sounds
1: like alien robots. <laughs> people. Like, when you're watching... What's that show
2: with, uh... Will Smith, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, Independence Day. Okay. I haven't seen that. And and um, I feel like maybe the Tom Cruise one.
0: Wait, Top Gun.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the end of the world, the Alien one with Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, uh, uh, Cocktail.
1: World War, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds.
0: Yes, War of the Worlds.
2: Cocktail. Something like that. Stupid.
0: That movie's good.
2: It's alien robots.
0: Okay. So uh, big ass noise comes out of the uh, jungle next to the beach. Trees start moving around as something kind of like moves in between them. Everyone gets up, watches as the thing kind of moves through the jungle. Just stomping and roaring and like thudding and roaring.
1: Vincent. And I said, yes, it's definitely Vincent. (laughs) No, it's.
2: Okay. I don't understand. Why didn't it come out? Onto the beach. This thing is obviously
1: massive. It's scared of water. Is it water, afraid of obviously. the water? No.
0: Uh, I don't know why story-wise. Well, I know why story-wise because it's a mystery that to get people to keep watching yeah. the show. But Yes. Like,
2: but realistically, realistically, if there was some kind of alien robot, why would it just kind of hide in the um, tree?
0: From watching the whole show, I don't know can't
2: say anything
0: <laughs> no i honestly don't I honestly, don't, honestly know. don't know like really? trying to think back like well trying to think back of like what I it mean, I guess what it actually ends up being i don't i, I it, it congreg- doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have any i
1: guess it tends to congregate in a specific area of the jungle which doesn't seem to include the outer lining
0: yeah it usually does stay inland yeah like it i think it only ends up out there because they're out there yeah so it's afraid of the water
1: it seems or that only all the main characters are the ones emerging to investigate no one else seems to care like they
0: seem to care they just like nobody listens we to them. just don't everyone care else is that. like what
1: <laughs> is that and they're just like perked up ready to go but it, all the main characters run up to the front Yeah, exactly they and the camera pans like... around every single main character that we're obviously going to see for the rest of the show
0: yes we don't yeah it's kind of like an intro to the to the main characters yeah Okay, so you haven't
1: even met all these people yet, but these are your people that you should start paying attention to. We do. We
0: well, we don't find out what the monster is, but we do actually find out one more name from the uh, characters when uh, Shannon calls out or calls the vampire Boone, who is played by Ian Sommerhalder. Anyway, Boone's farm. Boone's farm. Yes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> We gotta, we gotta start. I'm telling you, we gotta start doing that. The, the, the drinking with the, with the episodes.
1: That's fine. I do. The yes, stuff. we can. So I was saying, you gotta.
0: Okay, for the next episode. The next episode is, an, is it like the second part of this? So it's not really centric to anybody.
1: So we could do airplane cocktails.
0: So just keep drinking vodka.
2: No, last time I was on an airplane, I got wasted off
0: of mimosas. Okay, really? so fine. Or champagne. Uh, but
2: I was also flying at like 8 o'clock in the morning, so orange juice was more appropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, like That's why I, I was I, drinking it. Really, Otherwise, I'd be drinking it straight, but uh, I mean, it was morning, I so seen. I didn't mix it with orange juice. Okay, so yeah. So the next next we flash back to before the crash with Jack looking out the window of the wing at, at looking out the window at the wing of the plane. Uh the flight flight attendant asks him how his drink is and he's like oh it's weak as fuck. So <laughs> she sneaks a couple like she basically like gives him a couple more bottles which is like that's like 25 bucks.
2: Yeah. But only beautiful people.
0: exactly. It's it's be a better nice. flirt. Yeah. Uh, So he pours one and then puts the other one in his jacket pocket. He gets up as Charlie the Hobbit kind of pushes past him and then is followed by some flight attendants trying to stop him. Just then the plane begins to shake a little bit from turbulence, so Jack sits back down. Uh, He notices a lady across the aisle that looks kind of nervous and tells her, you know, hey, this is normal. She says, she's like, I know, I'm just a nervous flyer, but if he doesn't stop flirting with her, her husband's going to come back and kick his ass when he gets out of the bathroom. (laughs) No. No. He didn't say that. Uh, he tells her, well, damn, then I guess I'll keep you company until he gets back, which is actually what he says. It's just in a different context. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, all of a sudden, the turbulence gets all crazy. Some dipshit that they put in a seatbelt on, like they said to, mm-hmm, by the way, mm-hmm. just goes flying up and down the back of the plane. Uh, the oxygen mask thingies drop as the turbulence gets worse and Jack puts the mask on before blacking out. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Real quick. Have you guys ever, either of you been in turbulence before?
1: I think we had some mild turbulence coming back from Chicago one time. I don't know.
2: I've been in turbulence so bad. I was sitting so there was like a mom and a baby behind me and the dad and the son next to me. And the son was probably like seven or eight and the turbulence was so bad he threw up. (laughs) And when we landed, the whole plane was, like, clapping and cheering because I'm pretty sure everybody
0: thought we were going to die. Yeah, was the, it was was the turbulence team. right before you landed?
2: It was... Or
0: was it just, like, like uh? Co- it was co- co- most uh, of the continuous. flight. It was
2: a short flight because it was from Orlando to, I think I flew... Did I fly to... I can't remember if I flew to Columbia, South Carolina... Uh, I think it was actually North Carolina. I flew to like uh, the first like right over the border from South Carolina to North Carolina, and there was storms. So like there was tornadoes in some places. I Jeez. got delayed for six hours in Atlanta. I went wait. I went from a, Orlando to Atlanta, and then it was Atlanta to Orlando or South Carolina, and it was so bad. There was tornadoes in places, and yeah. Everybody was like, (laughs) we're alive. Thank you, God. And people were puking, and it was,
1: yeah.
0: So nothing as bad as that. Long time.
1: So, yeah, this is why I don't fly.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, so the only time that I've been in it once, and it was, I think, I know I was slightly buzzed, and it was coming back from Vegas, because I remember it being bad, but I didn't freak out, because I was like, "Hmm, whatever, I'm sure this will be fine, like, I'm, I'm drunk. But i you
1: came back from vegas drunk
0: well yeah, who doesn't like i was buzzed and then we went to the airport and we had to wait for an hour so i was like well i might as well keep drinking this is also when before like i started getting hangovers Oh, so it was i just
1: know how he is when we leave vegas oh no it's yeah only, no this like, was
0: before i got anxiety too so like yeah
1: it's normally either one of two ways. Him curled up in a ball, panicking the whole way home, or two Sober. Completely sober.
0: Because I don't drink the night before anymore yep. before I have to travel the next yep. day. Because So I the night wanna...
1: before, completely not fun.
0: It's not that it's not fun. <laughs> she said you're only fun if you're drunk. I mean, it's true, but No, that's not true. <laughs> but no. There is it's an just, added layer of fun. The problem is the problem is is that the day before we leave, I'm usually hungover, so I don't drink anything or just sit in the room because I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere because if I go somewhere, we're going to end up drinking. And but you
1: feel better.
0: I do feel better, but then the next My day...
1: theory every single time we go to Vegas is buy hangover booze.
0: But then the next day, you have, you have to drive home because I have a panic attack.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> we have drinking fun booze and hangover and booze.
0: After, and it's, it doesn't help... That it's through like three hours of desert, so like I'm, the whole time I'm thinking oh, like, I'm totally well, the whole that? well like, the whole time I'm thinking like, if I if something happens right now, I'm just gonna die in the desert. Like, it, let let's say like <laughs> let's say like I start I don't know whatever happens like if something bad happens where I need to go to a hospital, nope, I'm two hours away from the hospital, I'm gonna die in the desert. That's that's what the I'm airlift thinking. Here, and it's and not died. a big
1: deal. You'd probably actually get faster to a hospital out in the middle of the desert than well, you would that's good to know. in traffic out here.
0: That's good to know. Okay, so yeah. I uh, like as far as back to the turbulence. I honestly don't think that. Actually, I might get a, depending on how much I drank before I went on the plane, which I don't drink anymore before I go on the plane, just because I, I get, don't
1: know. get no, not no, really. you don't.
0: No, because well, I get tired. Ty- like I get t- feel all tired when I get to the place where I'm going. Anyway. I don't I think do. I would I, get I can't get on the I don't think now. I would get nervous unless the oxygen mass drop dropped down. Like when at that yeah. point wouldn't you be like fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, I was kinda nervous before. Like I was kinda trying okay. to stay
0: optimistic. But how how bad <laughs> how much worse would it have been if, if the oxygen mass dropped down? I don't know and I don't ever want to know.
1: I think at that point like when I get really nervous I start breathing like cold like it like it feels cold when I breathe in <laughs> and I start to feel like I could definitely pee myself right now. I'm not going to, <laughs> but I definitely could.
0: Okay. So uh okay, so back to the uh the show the, the morning so it's it's the morning of day 2. Mhm. Uh, back on the beach, and Jack is looking out the ocean as the rest of the, of the survivors are talking about what might have, uh, like, been crashing around the jungle the night before.
1: Which I noticed somebody said that it sounded familiar to them.
0: Oh, that was uh, Rose,
1: right? I thought, the one he was talking yeah. to on the
0: plane. And, and I and, was
1: like, that sounded familiar to you. How did well, that sound familiar to you? What
0: the, there was a piece of trivia that I read that I didn't put like I that I didn't wasn't going to uh, add to the show, but. She, uh, I guess she's from Brooklyn, and that's the sound which I don't think is something that they address in the show ever. But they took that clicking sound that that it makes, like that, uh, uh, track noise that uh, sound like a um, a calculator makes when it's printing up receipts. They took it from a taxi cab, the taxi cab printer. Uh. So that's what the trivia piece of okay. trivia said. That she's like, if you take taxis enough, you would recognize that sound because it's just the sound that the receipt. Which I don't even know if they do that anymore. But, I've
1: probably been in not. Taxi since Uber. So,
0: but uh, I've
2: never taken a taxi. Uh,
0: no,
1: I have before in Vegas. Yeah, it's
0: expensive. A long time ago. So, uh, Kate walks up, asks uh, Jack if he's ready to go look for the cockpit. He tells her if she wants to come, she needs a better pair of shoes. So, good old Kate. Goes over, shoes, takes a face. pair off of one of the dead bodies.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be really funny if he all of a sudden wakes up and he's like, where are you taking my shoes?
0: <laughs> he's not even dead.
1: <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really need them or probably but, a she. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a feet. she.
2: Don't or really, a really small need he. them anymore. You got to be thrifty. You're stuck on an
0: island. It's true. So she notices one. Gotta of, survive. she notices one of the survivors watching her and smiling like a creep uh oh
1: yeah i think this was supposed to be funny to him but came off creepy
0: yes <laughs> i think he, he's just joking around with her. Yeah, right
1: yeah. yeah the old dude is creepy that's what i said <laughs> because i feel like that same scene in like simpsons or well what no else, it's it's from the godfather exactly but in simpsons like it makes maggie laugh yeah yeah like it's supposed to be like i think i think in the godfather it makes the kid yeah laugh it makes too. the kid laugh Yeah, yeah so it was meant to make her laugh but she totally was just like
0: Fucking creep!
1: Fucking creep!
0: Uh, he is. Yeah. So they're. Uh, wait, where was I? Went down too far. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. So some of the other survivors are hanging out when uh the Muppet Baby comes up to them and asks asks them what asks them if they should do something with the dead bodies that are still in the fuselage.
2: Yes, they should. Jack
0: walks up, <laughs> interrupts them, and tells them that they're going to look for the cockpit, and asks Boone to keep an eye on the wounded.
1: You put him in charge? <laughs> pins? You put pins in charge.
0: <laughs> pins.
2: <laughs> He's going to stab somebody yeah. in the throat. Unnecessarily.
0: Uh, He's coughing.
1: Let stab me help you me breathe. in the throat. Let me stab him in the throat.
0: <laughs> so uh, Charlie also volunteers to go with them. As the three of them are walking across the valley, Kate asks Charlie if they've met before. Charlie says no, but that he probably looks familiar because he was in the rock band Drive Shaft. Jack notices them talking and decides to go in for the cock block by telling them that they need to keep moving. Uh, so as they're moving through some tall grass, it begins like pouring rain. Mm. Everybody on the beach runs for shelter except for the creepy bald dude that was smiling <laughs> at Kate.
1: He just sits there yeah. in the rain like this is the best Weird. rain I've ever had.
0: Yeah. He just sits there. And, like, exactly. Yeah. In the rain. Looking up, starts smiling again, creeping out God. Uh all of a sudden, the trees in the jungle start moving again as the big thing from the night is back, basically. so we That's
2: sp- when I discovered it wasn't afraid of water. So why isn't it on the beach?
0: Because <laughs> oh, <yeah>, the <laughs> rain. So, <Yeah.
1: laughs> it just likes to stay under a cover of trees. it like. It, it likes like to be intimidating.
0: Yeah, like I guess so. So uh, we switch back to Jack, Kate, and Charlie as they reach the cockpit of the plane, which is leaning, leaning against a tree at a 45-degree angle. Uh actually read on IMDb, that they weren't allowed to see the set of the cockpit leaning against the trees. They were told they had to cover their eyes until the camera rolled, so the look of shock that they of seeing the plane was genuine. But uh,
2: like, oh shit! I got to climb up that now.
0: <laughs> and then that whole scene took three days to film. Uh-huh. But uh, wow. they head inside and begin climbing up between the seats, trying to avoid the dead bodies that are still strapped to the seat. Uh, they manage to get to the cockpit door, and Jack bangs at the locked doorknob with the, like a little mini fire extinguisher. He knocks it off; the door slams open, and out spills one of the pilots who apparently did not follow the fasten beats or seatbelt announcement. Fucking hypocrite! Even
1: though I'm sure he's the one exactly. That the on. exactly. Watch this! <laughs> You're gonna make <laughs> them all sit and lock themselves in, suckers.
0: Uh, the other pilot is still strapped to his seat and looks basically dead kate and jack climb inside the cockpit and begin searching for the transceiver uh as kate is searching the pilot in the pilot in the chair he suddenly wakes up begins coughing not even bothering to cover his damn mouth while he's coughing
2: corona everywhere exactly (laughs) don't these people know they need to wear face masks this
0: is how it started that fucker (laughs) Uh, jack gives him a little bit of water tells him that 48 people survived the crash and then it's been 16 hours since the crash the pilot asks if anybody's come yet. Jack tells him no, and the pilot says that their radio went out six hours into the flight. Four. Six hours into the flight. I watched it like I four times. It. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> anyway, six hours in the flight, no one and uh, and no one could see them. They turned around to land in Fiji, but by that time they had hit turbulence, and they were. But the, by the time they hit turbulence, they were already a thousand miles off course. So, any rescue for them, like that, that's happen. looking for them, is just looking in the, in wrong, the wrong place. place yeah. yeah. He grabs the transceiver as Jack asks Kate what, happens to, what happened to Charlie. Uh, he turns her transceiver on, but it's not working. So, Kate goes to look for Charlie, who pops out of the bathroom as she's calling for him. Um, she asks him what he's doing in there, but before he can answer, they start hearing the roaring of the monster, which is just right outside.
1: Alien, Which yeah. honestly was just good timing Robots. for Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Which was nice for he Charlie. Was pretty much already be, like plain stupid. Like, yeah.
0: what? Um. Uh, so then, even though like the, the thing sounds like it's just huge, this genius of a pilot decides uh-huh. to stick his head out of the broken cockpit window so we can get a closer look. The monster thing picks him up, slams him around a couple of times to like tenderize him, I guess, and then pulls him out and... <laughs> Blood splatters all over, all over the windshield.
1: I wrote gross. <laughs> I have written in my notes at least three gross. times now. Gross and two times useless. One time, bitch.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: howdy uh, face three times.
0: The uh, the plane starts creaking and falls over onto its side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate and Charlie start take take off running. Jack grabs a transceiver and then starts booking it with the monster thing like in the trees behind them. And I guess for this part, uh, like this scene, like, well, actually for this part, when Kate and Charlie are running through the, like a way, they weren't able to be filmed in focus while they're running. So they just filmed them running in place using a long lens, which I guess pulls the background out of focus. Uh, they did that while shaking the camera to make it seem like they're running through the jungle. Hmm. So you can, That's if you, if you rewatch the scene again, you can, you can sort of tell that they're I'm running
2: doing go rewatch yes. it and do it in slow motion. <laughs> well no, you
0: if you can watch it through and like cuz I was looking for it when I watched it I was like okay, you can kind of tell like it does look like they're just doing they're just doing the like moving their arms like they're running. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Charlie gets uh, his foot caught in some tree roots and falls, so Jack goes back to help him pull it out because apparently it's a two-man job. Um, yes. Kate runs Kate runs over to a banyan tree, which I guess it's called, and hides in the roots.
2: That tree is really pretty. That's all I wanted to say.
0: <laughs> Wait, just like are you talking about on the show or just like in general? On the show. Okay. It,
2: well, I'm pretty sure in general, it, but just all the roots and yeah.
0: I didn't actually look what that tree looks I like because I'm, hu- I'm assuming it is, it's, it's huge. Roots, if it's yeah, but... if those are its roots right there, but uh, she uh, hides in the roots and she tries to calm herself down by counting to five. Like, Which I felt like the this story whole that Jack told her. really
1: shows you like the personalities of all these characters. How like so? like Charlie seems to always need um, help. Yeah. Jack is always gonna go back and save the day, and yeah. Kate's always gonna run away and hide. Yeah. Like you immediately get a sense
0: of everybody. Yeah, true. Erica fucking breaking it down over here. Sorry. Like a film scared. student. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's I good because I didn't know. that's good, because I didn't notice that stuff. Uh so Charlie comes running up to her eventually. She asks what happened to Jack, and he tells her that he helped him uh when he fell, but doesn't know what happened to him after that. She asks him if he saw the monster, but he says no. Uh, they head back to look for Jack and find the pilot's body just like mingled up hanging in the trees. The
1: only part that I laughed in the show during this part was what Charlie says to her, where he was like, I heard you yell for Jack. I'm Charlie, by the way. <laughs> oh, I laughed at that, too. <laughs> she did, though.
2: In like, case you were worried about off. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I busted up laughing at that part.
0: Uh, okay, so... Head back. Uh, they see they see the pilot mangled, like his mangled body hanging up in the trees. Jack comes out from the trees where he was hiding. As as uh, the episode ends, with Charlie looking up at the pilot's body while asking, what in the bloody hell do you blokes think could have thrust about that jet, Jokey?" I have two thoughts on this, yes.
2: and then it ends like. <laughs> One, I don't think it's dinosaurs anymore because I feel like a dinosaur wouldn't have eaten him, so I'm definitely going with alien robots. Okay. Two, Jack's stitches would have definitely yes, ripped it. out my true. For sure. That's
0: true. That's a good point. For any any other any sure. other comments from you over no. there? No. Okay, cool. So I have. That's the end of that episode. Yay! That's, Which that's I how
1: think... episodes end. They do.
0: What the hell do you blokes think could have thrashed about that jet jockey, is what Charlie is said. Is
2: that the Hobbit accent? No,
0: that's that's the English accent. That's Charlie <laughs> saying his last line. Basically really where say it says, that? what you think at <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was going to say, I'm pretty sure he doesn't say that.
0: That would have been good. I had to look up a bunch of, ac- a bunch of uh, wow, so uh, slang you, for that. So you made Ooh, that Ooh, jet jockey. That's a good name for a pilot.
2: Wow. I'm going to get you some uh, acting lessons. No, that's
0: a good... Oh, okay. My, I'm good. Or I'm some, okay with accents. This one over some here is horrible. accent lessons. Anyway. Okay. Wait, you
1: should show her how you get in the mood for accents. I, what do you mean? Like, like do German.
0: Ger- German? Yeah. No.
1: I feel
2: like it's not going to be appropriate... It's no, not gonna, no, no! It's, it's just problem, funny, I like
1: how or like Russian, how you get into the
0: oh, like what I was doing the yeah, other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. oh, well, I was doing like a bunch of different accents at the same time. I think, mm. and trying to go through them after drinking, I it helped me because I can't remember what, what were we what were we making uh, I, fun of. I don't. Like, I was doing an accent for, Oh, uh, the other that that Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast thing I was doing. It, had, it, it has a Russian guy. guy in there, and I was doing voices. For, uh, I went from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was doing, he's talking, he talks like this. I am uh-huh. on the, the, I'm going to race you. And then, like, it goes to a Russian guy. And from going to, from, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was like, and then I will go over here. And then I was trying to go to Russian. And I was like, and then I will, but it was coming out the same as the German. It's was like, but then uh-huh. I will go over here. And then I was like, I am going over here. I'll go over here. I am Russian. I will go over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: what he is before he does the accent he goes i am russian it's russian. just it's just it's just and then res- he goes into the accent I'm it's like, just how do you do that how do you tell res- yourself i am i am I'm this, not telling i am my- this person now i'm not
0: telling myself it's just it's just resetting the accent like it was where- just
1: funny like he's literally sitting in the corner going russian i am Russian. <laughs> like telling yourself i i am Russian. no it's just
0: it's just the, the what I know, what I know I can say in a Russian accent for sure. So it was just like, or in a bad Russian accent. So it was like, I am Russian. And then I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> you like that. Do you not? And then I was just moving. Now you sound like Count Dracula. <laughs> which I think is German. So anyway. Okay. So I got some I got some trivia stuff for the end. Uh, which I probably should have mentioned at the beginning because this is all about how the show, like it's about show the, how the show is made stuff. So anyway, so uh, t- in two thousand three, the sh- the guy that who pitched the show originally saw Castaway and thought to himself that would make a good show, mm-hmm. and so he pitched it to ABC. Uh, the show it cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars just to ship the wreck that wrecked plane to Hawaii. Dang. Uh, the wreckage was visible to aircraft landing at the Honolulu airport, so they had to like tell the passengers what was going on.
2: <laughs> there's not really a crash plane yeah. here that's what yeah, that would be kind of scary
0: says uh jack was originally supposed to be played by michael keaton and was supposed to be killed off in the first episode to show that this show plays by no man's rules and will kill off whoever the hell they want. but uh once they decided to make it a recurring role uh, michael keaton bailed when that was originally supposed to happen though kate was supposed to end up kate was supposed to end up being the leader and Hmm. uh when jack was going to die the character of jack was going to die the pilot that dies in the trees was actually supposed to be jack dying so that's originally how he's supposed to die the
2: as like what being stuck in the oh from the alien robot yes
0: i don't i don't know exactly how if he I, i guess like they wouldn't have found the pilot i would assume and then like the thing would maybe
2: the pilot just died, and or then...
0: I, like I think I feel like it would have been like they wouldn't have like the yeah the pilot would have been dead when they got there. They found the receiver. They heard the the alien robot. It picked him up and then threw like threw him out and Kay took over yeah. basically. I wonder if she still would have ran away <laughs> as Charlie fell.
2: Huh?
0: Huh. Um. But uh, where am I at? So okay. So the production for the two-hour pilot was $12 dollars. Million, $12 million. Which was way more than most shows cost at the time. This actually led to Disney, who owns ABC, firing their entertainment chairman for greenlighting wow. the show, um, which went on to become like one of their biggest shows. It was actually I wonder if they hired him back. I don't think so. Because I think he got hired by somewhere <laughs> so, else. But it was got
2: fired yeah. because of the show cost too much money and then it, it made so much exactly. money and I'm still fired.
0: It uh, ended up being the most expensive episode in television history up until the boardwalk empire premiered but the episode this particular episode won four emmy awards including outstanding single camera picture editing for a drama series outstanding music composition outstanding special visual effects for a series and then outstanding directing for a series and then jj abrams david Lindelof, and jeffrey lieber received an emmy nomination for writing the episode Uh, When the episode was repeated in the UK, the deaths of whoever Gary Troop is and the pilot were taken out for the premiere to maintain a PG rating, which doesn't the show like that.
2: The guy that the one, the other guy must have been the guy that maybe won. Yeah,
0: I would assume so. Which isn't a big deal. But the pilot thing seems kind of like not really important, I guess. I don't know.
2: Only for the alien robot scene.
0: Um, anyway, uh, so the pilot was played by Greg Gunberg, who's a childhood friend of J.J. Abrams and appears in most of his stuff, which would uh-huh. be nice to just make friends with. I've seen him a lot, yeah. I feel like. According to Empire Online, the series director, Jack Bender, said that he watched the pilot, quote, I watched the pilot with my wife and two daughters the uh my first thought was that it was phenomenal. Every dime they spent was on the screen. And although it was scary, mysterious, although it was about a scary mysterious island, somehow it was beautiful. My second thought was you son of a bitch JJ, this is so fucking good. How am I going to be able to keep up with this every week and he suddenly I said he said he suddenly became very insecure.
2: Who had said that?
0: Uh he was saying this to JJ Abrams. Like Who? Oh, uh, this was the Jack Bender, which is – uh, he directed a bunch of the episodes throughout the series. Uh. Yeah. So apparently most of the characters of the first season were written based on the actors that were cast. But Boone was largely the same throughout the whole production. Like they didn't really change his character at all. He was originally going be, gonna to be named Boone Anthony Markham the Fifth, and go by yeah, the name I- – Go by the name Five, which is stupid. Why? But uh, anyway, uh, Ian Somerhalder. Wait, is
2: Boone his first name?
0: Yeah, Boone's his first name.
2: Why did I always think it was his last name? Oh, no. That's a first his name. His last name
0: is. Damn, I can't think of it now. It's uh It's something. It's something white and rich. It is, like, like to where you What is it? It's. Uh, I'm trying to think of it before I before I see it. Let's see um carlisle oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. carlisle white
2: I and rich
0: that. okay so uh he, apparently ian sommerhalder originally didn't want to do it but he changed his mind once he found out that he to be working with jj abrams i have more uh trivia but we can uh it's I, i'm gonna save it for the uh later episodes because it's about specific characters but any any last thoughts even though we you've already seen this episode, anything you noticed? Yet, although there wasn't really much to notice that's referenced in later episodes.
2: No, I think I just noticed the characters more because okay. I didn't know them the first time I watched it. You could probably miss like
0: some of them that were, uh, that no. they didn't have any lines, like Sawyer or like, uh, like Walton and Michael, who what had one line in there, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay. Um, anything, yeah. any, any, any thoughts? Any final thoughts for stuff? No. No. Nobody. All right. Well, uh, I guess I guess that's that. So. So. Uh, okay. That's all. Well, see you later.
1: Right.
2: Bye. Bye.